Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Friday, it's 11.34, and that means Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the uh, president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here. Uh, this is brought to you by, of course, our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. I wasn't sure you were going to come in today. Why, why would you think you're that? Gonna, I thought you were going to get the stretch limo from Hamilton Limousine <laughs> and go go Black, 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 Black Friday, Friday shopping. shopping. I mean, Load it up. up. Bill, you know me better than any. This is called Tech Talk. I shop online. This doesn't do store shopping or, or, or walking around. I mean, I introduced it to my dad, who uh, d- discovered just literally this week Prime. He discovered Amazon Prime, which okay. was amazing considering the fact that uh, we had to buy some like booties for, for the business, like little boots to put around the, uh, the shoes. He's like, I got to go to Shoppers Drug Mart, and I got to Walmart, and I don't know what's got the best price. And anyway, uh, one of the girls in the office says to him, why don't you just do it on Amazon Prime? What? What? And then he was shopping. On, I'm proud of my dad. So uh, anyway, I, I'm handing. Is he hooked now? I mean, he is. He's like, let me get this. And it showed up the next day. As we know, Prime works. And he's like, I'm doing this all day long. So I'm the same way. Shopping online is great. I saw some of the deals on Black Friday. And, uh, you know, I, I always find Black Friday a bit of a hoax. It's it's like uh, one of these, we're just going to shave the margins we normally would have made. And, and by the way, you're going to get them on Boxing Day anyways on some of them. Um, and, and, you know, the one that just recently came out, uh, the mobile market in Canada. Yeah. I mean, you know, Freedom comes out with this deal. And I mean, I actually did a rant on social media. If you're on Freedom, they've got a deal for 100 gigabytes 100 gigabytes that's that's unbelievable for an adam oldfield heavy entrepreneur that is a really good deal except again we spoke about this on freedom and some of the other plans you got to be able to have good cellular towers and if you're transitioning and i do in hamilton limo driving to a cambridge meeting along highway six to the 401 dead zone and unfortunately that's the uh that's the side if you don't move it's a great deal so black fridays are it's a great hoax if you feel like you're, it makes you feel like you're getting a good deal, in my opinion, anyways, when it comes to but, shopping. But here in this area, there are towers every 10 feet. Yeah, but it's, But they're still dead zones. They're still dead zones. There's, one, mean, there's one at the top of the 403. Yeah. Just as uh, if you pull off to, to, to go to, well, to Mohawk or Golf Links there, right at the top of the hill. My phone dies every day. Yep. Right, and that's and and as soon as I get around the bend there on the ramp, it's it's good it again. Comes back on. Yeah. I, I mean, right now I'm migrating over. I, I have an AT and T plan, and I've said this to many: is that listen, I'm paying forty dollars a month. AT and T. It's a prepaid plan, and and everyone's going to hate me for this, but the only different uh, uh, challenge is it's a Buffalo phone number, but I can call. Can- I'm in Canada right now. Canada unlimited internet. Unlimited high speed Canada US Mexico forty dollars a month US and all I did was I went to the AT and T across the border I said I want to I need a plan prepaid uh, and they let hook me up and uh, that's how that's how a Canadian can do it so if you're frustrated not that I want to knock all of our cellular mobile plans but maybe they need to get a little more aggressive on the price and the value you get well that's it's a monopoly I exactly mean, they're not going to do that because they they run to the government every time somebody suggests that and say don't do <laughs> yeah, that we'll Adam Oldfield just got blacklisted somewhere in the Pretty CRTC much, yeah. going that guy on CHML sorry everyone but yeah it's 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 the best thing in my opinion since sliced bread the only uh, as I mentioned people will say to me I don't have a North American calling plan which still exists or I can't believe people still say that but uh people will say 
say, could you please call me? Because I don't have a I don't have an American calling plan. So that's that's the only downside. All right, for those that are going to go online and shop today, and, yep. and they they're going to go on with Amazon, yes, uh, and give them all kinds of personal data information. Yeah, uh, beware, uh, yeah. because they've done it again. Well, Amazon this past Wednesday, and I didn't hear enough noise about it. Maybe you know it's why be- it's become so used. We're used to it now. It's normal. Well, this is the part that made me go. Black Friday is today, and Wednesday the announcement came out that they let another hunt like couple million uh, usernames and email addresses. Now, nothing more than just your first name, your last name, and your email address. And we're not talking a couple thousand. We're talking millions. We're being disclosed on Amazon's website. So information was easily being able to be shared, and and Amazon rectified it. They they fixed it in a day. But again, they apologized, letting them know that you know uh, this was an error and a bug. The system did not disclose any credit card information or any personal info other than your name and your email address because we all love spam. So at the end of the day, this was a challenge Amazon came across on Wednesday. Didn't get as much noise as the new sales they've got on the uh, on the Samsung TV. But keep in mind, these big trillion dollar companies have trillion dollar trillion problems that they still haven't fixed yet. All right, uh, we're still in the shopping mode here. Let's talk about smartphones because you, know, you you come up with these all the time. But I mean, even aside from Black Friday, I mean, we're getting into Christmas time, and yeah. electronics are always uh, they're a very popular gift. They've always been popular, but especially the last year or two. I think today I wanted to highlight a couple. We give Apple, Samsung, and Google way too much recognition on this show and all the advertising. If you ever go out, that's what you usually hear. Should I get an Apple? Should I get a Samsung? I hear Google's got a Pixel. Uh, sometimes you hear the Sony. And you hear the HP. These are some phones I thought were very important. Um, some are not legally or being challenged right now, but I thought I would share why you may want to look at an inexpensive. These phones are much less than Apple, Google, and Samsung. Huawei uh, uh, Mate Pro 20. We've heard about this where Huawei is being challenged by the government under yeah. Chinese espionage, whatever. But let me just tell you, if you do not have a fear of the Chinese phone, the Huawei has an actual wireless charging pad built into this phone, which means you could actually charge other items around it um, that are wireless. So say your headphones, for example, your Bluetooth headphones, because we all know there's no headphone jack. You'll be able to wirelessly charge other phones, other headsets. It's got an in-screen fingerprint scanner and a uh, a face ID camera on the front, and there's three cameras on the back. The other one is the Xiaomi, another Chinese product, uh, the Mi Mix uh, 3. It's 6.3 inches, four cameras, two on the back, two on the front, and comes with 10 gigs of RAM, and it's 5G ready. This is only $400. Now, I say only, but compared to a $1,000 and $1,500 phone, you're getting more bang for your money. And there's two others. The other one is the Oppo Find X. Again, this is a Chinese phone, but this camera module slides up. So think of it as a small phone. You pop it open and the camera will pop up. So you've got now a, instead of you're using real estate, you've got more more visual space on your phone and it's got a higher ratio in in in-screen fingerprint scanner. These are things we're not going to see in an Apple or Samsung until next year or the year after. These exist. And the other one I thought was, again, fingerprint uh, 
uh, scanners already exist, and it's called the Nubia X. If you're thinking of these phones, they're available on Amazon. You can buy these right now for less than $400 Canadian, okay, not U.S., Canadian, and they're going to give you a lot more features and a lot more power. Of course, you're going to be dealing with the fear of maybe the Chinese government uh, hacking your phone, but they come with some pretty cool features. Are these all Asian? These are all, yes, these are all Chinese phones. All these products are uh, only Chinese, but the reason I brought them up is because they have the technology and the speed and the power of which uh, your Samsung and Apple's, uh, in my opinion, don't even compare. 10 gigs in a phone, RAM, that's more than most computers have. You can't even buy an Apple desktop with that as a default still. Well, that's that's the selling point, obviously, which is why they're attracting so much attention. But the the security issue is is ongoing, especially with Huawei. Anyway, yeah, that, uh, I and, mean, and the U.S. government's already said they don't want those in uh, with on anywhere near their shores. But these are still available. And, in and now, we're, we, as we told you a week or two ago, the U.S. government's now pressuring Ottawa to say you yeah. got to do the same. Yeah, again, you can buy them online. You can purchase them still. I believe Huawei is still available in some of the retail outlets here in Canada. But uh, all these other phones, the Xiaomi, the Oppo, and the Nubia, these are all phones you can buy on Amazon uh, and have them shipped here to Canada. All right. For those of us still hanging on to those old iPhones. Yes, yes. Myself included. <laughs> uh, what's going on with Foxconn? Well, it was recently announced, and one of the reasons I thought this was important is, you know, you know Apple is a massive company. And when Apple is a big company and they order billions and billions of product, Foxconn is actually the manufacturer of the microchip that goes into iPhones. They're the ones that make your iPhone. That lovely product you have in front of you, Bill, is made by Foxconn, even though it's an Apple product. It's in China. Well, they just made the announcement, obviously. Obviously, Apple is on a mission to move to the U.S., as we heard from Trump and all of his glories of what he's been able to do. Well, and as such, they made the announcement that at Foxconn, that made iPhones, that they've got to cut $2.9 billion in operation costs. <laughs> now, I mean, to a small business owner, I mean, I, I mean, cutting $10,000 a year is like, what do you got to do? But $2.9 billion, just to show how impactful Apple was in regards to Foxconn's existence. So, anyway, this is... Uh, this is going to be interesting for two reasons. One, Foxconn will no longer be making the new iPhones going to be coming out. Number two, manufacturing and developing in the United States, I don't think is going to make the iPhone any cheaper than we're already spending. So maybe the theory was that the $1,500 iPhones to the cost we're hearing was actually ramped up with lots of profits that when they do make them in the U.S., the price will remain the same. So therefore, the margins will be less for Apple, but the cost will be covered building them in North America. So as an FYI, uh, I think what I can share with you is that the phones are going to stay the same or they'll be a little more, but I still question whether they'll be technologically advanced as we think they would be uh, if they're made here in North America. Which uh, I know we've always done stories about hacking because yes. it seems to be happening with great frequency and uh, the, the Russians are at it again? The, <laughs> the Russians are always at it yeah. again. Uh, this one I thought was interesting because the uh, it's been proven that there is a hacking product that came down and what's interesting is it impacted Microsoft and this hacking tool is unique from the other ones we hear about and we talked about on, on Tech Talk. This product actually doesn't even display its hacking. So what happens is you get a Word document it looks like it's coming from a legitimate email. Um, what the Russians have done is in the Word document created an ability to make the Word document hide itself and what it will do is take screenshots of your screen 
and then email it to the hacker. Normally, a malicious code will do it where you can actually see your computer get slow. It tends to bog it down. You'll find that there's like little warning signs all over it. However, in this case, this new tool that apparently is hacking computers everywhere takes screenshots and submits it. And no one's been able to actually load a uh, antivirus, anti-malicious malware system to it. So one of the comments I wanted to bring up is if you're using Microsoft Office, this is the only product right now that still can contain a virus. You may want to think about migrating to an online cloud-based system if you're concerned about getting these uh, files that can basically overrun your computer. The screenshots become a problem because it's taking screenshots potentially of your banking information, your private information, and submitting it. Now, they've claimed this is happening in a lot of government agencies right now, uh, Canadian and U.S., but it's very likely it could even be infiltrated yours and my computer. Yeah, and there are stories about that in uh, in the news over the last couple of days where actually what they'll do is they'll go and look at your history where yes. you, and then blackmail you and yeah. say, do you want me to release this to the public? I was just talking to an MPP uh, yesterday, and he got uh, he got the same situation. I had to go into his server. We had to actually shut it off as he had the threat of situations. And some of this is fake because they were given the old, we've got pictures of you in a very awkward position. He goes... Where? Uh, you know, I've never done that, but that would be great. If you show them, let me know. I'd love to be able to display. So this was a government uh, situation, our own provincial government, um, that was actually someone had hacked their computer and tried to do this. Um, we managed to infiltrate and easily shut down the server quite simply. But yeah, it's happening every day. Just be on the lookout. Be, right. uh, be careful and be uh, be wise about that sort of stuff. Uh, this is getting to be a weekly thing now about robots. You know what? We get very... We, let me just uh, preface this with there is uh, a lot of sick children. Um, and you know what? When you're sick and you're dealing with cancer, you're dealing with medical conditions, you're sitting in a hospital bed and sometimes for months, if not even years, you may be recovering or getting better. One of the biggest issues in this medical situation is that children get lonely. You tend to not make friends. You don't, you're not uh, collaborating with your schoolmates and you may have your one friend or two, but loneliness is a big, big issue. As we talked about it in the past with seniors getting lonely as they're getting older, one of the things that came out is the AV1 robot is about is developed and there's 20 prototypes right now and the ability of this is that it will create a companionship inside uh, hospitals for children. It brings that uh, isolation limitation for children to have someone to speak to, uh, someone to, to share ideas with. Now, it's kind of sad that we have to have a robot to, to create that kind of, uh, you know, engaging communication. But the point of the matter is it's a serious issue. And I didn't realize how, how serious it can be for those that are dealing with uh, medical issues in a hospital. So anyway, this is uh, it's called the AV1 and it's uh, meant to cure loneliness, allowing children to have someone to chat with and dialogue with and, and not feel like they're on their own while they're trying to recover. Great idea. Fabulous idea. Uh, IBM and uh, Lexus are teaming up. You know what? This was amazing. This was truly one of the most phenomenal things. I believe, like I talk a lot of things on Tech Talk that I think are pretty great. I mean, you still like the pooper scooper that goes around oh, yeah. and, 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 and rakes your grass or whatever. This one I thought was amazing. IBM Watson, I've always never really got it. IBM has had Watson, which is their artificial intelligent computer. And what they did was they took 20 years of award-winning scripts of, of commercials. They took commercials from GM, Ford, uh, you know, everyone that won an award. The computer... Computer then created 
Alexis completely storyboarded, scripted, and visually uh, created the outline of this commercial. If you want to take a look at it, just put in IBM Watson Lexus commercial in Google and you'll see the YouTube video. It's actually really good. It has got to be like, I'm thinking to myself, this was made 100% by artificial intelligence. And all it did was it compiled data and then uh, conjured up what an award winning commercial would be. All right, uh, let's talk about, uh, speaking of artificial intelligence, uh, what's going on with Apple? Well, Apple, we can see, is trying to make money in all sides and all angles, and we know that the Apple HomePod, which we don't talk about too much because there's Alexa and there's Google Home Mini and, and now the Echo Dot and all that. Well, Apple's number three when it comes to the home uh, speaking engagement, and that's because Siri's not exactly the best to kind of respond or be able to get it, but... Apple is committed, and so they bought a company called Silk Labs. Announced this past week, we can expect that one of the things about Silk Labs is that they've got a software with artificial intelligence acting as a personal assistant for mobile and home hubs. And what's unique about it is that it's able to learn your behavior, but it's got a unique ability to hide the privacy, meaning the information we hear about Echo and Amazon and and Google, you hear that they're over-listening and the microphones are always on. Silk Labs had the ability to actually encrypt your voice and and then be able to use this information and learn from your behavior so it's got more of a security element to it so apple is very serious they're not out of the game so your apple home pods hopefully will get smarter with siri we hardly ever talk about blackberry anymore they were the the topic of tech talk when we first started doing <laughs> yeah, the show like 100 years ago but they're still around that's right, 100 years ago in tech. Uh, yeah, BlackBerry's very committed, and I wanted to bring them up because no one gives them en- enough love. Yeah. You know what? They're still a Waterloo-based business, and they are committed to security, cybersecurity for that matter, and as we just discussed about Russian Word documents getting hacked. Well, they've got a serious commitment on creating an even more invested uh, uh, encrypted safe government uh, in, uh, software, and as part of it, they're going to be enhancing that, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of BlackBerry in the near future when it comes they're trying to get back into government uh, uh, projects where their their software is integrated with their with their systems so Android's becoming quite popular with government systems as we know BlackBerry wants to be the software that's going to be loaded with it I got about a minute left here but I want to talk to you about how tech is helping with these forest fires in California that we see sadly every night on the news you know I thought I would bring it up because it's something I think in Hamilton Ontario will probably need to factor in one day and that is smog and we know air quality is something you only hear about in the wintertime or in the summertime sorry when it's hot and a small quantity well in california right now a company out of ohio called purple air uh created this very simple system and it was a pollution sensor um 200 units were sold at the beginning just to kind of and what it does is it collaborates and collects shared information where we usually want our privacy limited this one actually opens it up and it's uh now created a i would say a warning and a user usability uh awareness where people People who put this in there, it's $250. The air quality sensor goes outside. And what it will do is it will actually measure the air quality around your neighborhood, share it on Google Maps, and be able to let others, uh, in, we could sign on today and take a look and go, what is the air quality uh, system right now? And it think of it as a shared uh, collaborative uh, uh, group of air quality in the entire state of California and worldwide for that matter. But they've really expanded. And this is something that, that we can look at or consider using across 
all of North America is our air quality measurements, and it lets you know before you hear it from uh, a newscaster or a website, it will actually let you know whether or not it's safe to go outside. Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Uh, Adam, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.